0: Welcome to Joyosity. I'm Jen Whitmer. I'm a speaker, consultant, and joy bringer, helping you create positive culture with complex people. Because listen, that's all we got. I'm thrilled you were here. So get yourself ready. Grab your multiple beverages, get your speaker, your headphones connected, so we can dive in. True leadership requires more than just surface level strategies. It requires a profound connection to everything that makes us human. Each week, I have conversations with experts and leaders and you. If you're listening live, introduce yourself in the comments. Let us know where you are in the world and maybe what's in that mug on your desk. We're connecting as humans, remember? These conversations aren't just fun banter and information. Joyosity is so much more than a live show and a podcast. It's a movement, a space where we dare to explore the depths of our own hearts and minds, a liminal space where you are free to play around and beta test your own growth, sort of like a test kitchen lab for your leadership skills. It's where you discover that real joy has deep roots, a playground to find the hidden truths, the ideas waiting to be explored, and the untamed potential that lies within you. We're not just hanging out in idea land. We're talking about the best actions that develop you as a person and hone your skills as a leader. If you're an experienced leader or just starting out, joyosity is the community for you. Join us every Monday live at 1 p.m. Eastern on LinkedIn and YouTube for a dose of inspiration and practical advice. Whether you are live in the comments or catching the podcast later, we're here to help you create a place where work is a joy, people are whole, and organizations flourish. Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to Monday Mentor with Jen. I'm Jen Whitmer and I help teams and leaders solve conflict, cultivate great communication and really develop empowered teams. And every week I bring somebody on to talk about their area of expertise that will help you in your leadership. And today I have a personal friend who is just a dear, wise, brilliant human being. And I am so excited about you, about Diana, being on the show and you getting to meet her she is a systems architect and expert she is a a people mover in literal and figurative ways and she is going to bring so much wisdom for your leadership and why systems are so important to our success so let's welcome diana Hello. hello thank you so much for having me I am thrilled. I am thrilled that I get to introduce you to my people since I can't like take you by the arm and just introduce you to all the people. (laughs) So I'm thrilled. Um, So I always love to start with everybody to talk a little bit about how did you get here? What's your story of becoming this type of thought leader, this type of expert in, in this arena? So tell us the things, Diana. It all started, honestly, I
1: have a community of people here where I live in Washington DC and I was just watching dreamers like go after their dreams, but then like a year later, they would like quit. And and after a couple years of it, it's actually like emotionally exhausting. Like I am that supportive friend. You launch something, I'm going to buy it. You know, like you you do something i'm going to be there but then it's also like i'm so emotionally invested in it and i realized that i was more invested in it than they were and Mm -hmm. i just also started to look into statistics of just like how many small businesses were failing and it just the numbers are high like in 2019 90 percent of small businesses failed and i just thought enough is enough and so um i believe that systems are the reason and the keystone to your success. And so um, I started a business to just say like, hey, I'm available for consulting. More and more people started asking for it. And then consulting moved into actually setting it up. And then now we're educating and speaking and it's just been super fun, so.
0: Oh, I love your journey because there's so many interesting things that we will never get to all of it. Um, Both of us as music majors who have turned this interesting way of knowing life through music into different careers. But one of the things you said, I think that's so scary is that how high it is that small businesses fail. And even though most of my audience is working in Corporate, the corporate space, there's this big move in the corporate space to become more entrepreneurial. And it's the same emotions. It's still really scary. And so, systems are those things that you've discovered that really help people stay on track and be able to scale and be successful in what their mission and work is to do. So, before we launch into like our whole discussion, morning Ryan and Leslie and anybody else who's watching. Um, I always say, if you're here live, let us know. And if you're catching the replay, tell us in the comments, you're catching the replay. Diana is great at asking answering questions, so feel free to drop them in as we go through. Um, but I always wanna define our terms. So what do you think of as a system? I think that sometimes we get caught up in systems being like the inside of my computer, but they're so much broader and bigger than that. So tell us a little bit about how you define that for people. I think of a system as anything
1: that interconnects to best serve you. So it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be something inside your computer. It could be as simple as, you know, I I think of like a, um, I'm blanking on the term, so forgive me. But like when, like as assembly line, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a system, sorry. Mm -hmm. I came to me, it came to me, like an assembly line. That's a system, right. For like, what? are the things that interconnect and needs to come one step after another in order for all the pieces to sort of like smoothly and seamlessly function. That's what I think of it. That's
0: really important. And, and Mm -hmm. to think about it in that big picture way, I mean, that's, I have a system in the morning for making my French press coffee about where things are. very important. Um, But also, I was talking with a friend this week, and they are lacking right now a project manager in their particular project that they're working on. And it's showing up because they didn't have a good system to make sure that the edited, the edited proof got to the printer. And it's just been this crazy rigmarole. And I was thinking about you about all of that extra time and money in this corporate setting that's been wasted because they didn't have a great system to interconnect the pieces.
1: Um, That is so true. Harvard Business, I believe, maybe don't quote me on that since now it's on the internet that I've said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Their statistic is that 79% of your time is gained back when a CEO has a system. Wait a second, you just have to say that again. (laughs) 79% of your time is gained back when a CEO uses a system. And if you think, if you think about it, okay, if you go to any CEO, they're going to tell you that who really runs the show is their admin, right? Mm -hmm. True. Mm -hmm. If you go to their admin and you're like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. You save our lives time and time again. Do you know what that admin's gonna show you? Their system. They're going to tell you where everything is laid out, how it works, what comes first, what comes next. Right? Like admins no systems, um, <laughs> right? And, and even like, if you think about our experiences as consumers, we love Amazon, why? because Amazon has a system like no other, Mm -hmm. we know exactly what to expect. When we go on the website, we know exactly how to get the reviews. I know exactly how to get my refunds. I know exactly where my packages are and how many stops away it is. Um, like from reaching my house, there's a system on the back end of there and they built a system so that they don't need, like, think of how many. Hours they've saved trying to like answer phone calls of someone saying, how do I where's my package? How do I do X? How do I do Y? Right? And as any business owner, any CEO, you're always trying to get ahead of those questions from coming at your inbox. And so being one step ahead is really going to set you up for success because we live in a different time now, you know, when I am, I'm, I'm old. And so when I was, <laughs> so not old when i was growing up um, I, um we were told you know you can respond within 24 hours that's not the case anymore people are expecting a response within 10 minutes mm. that's the response time now and how are you going to do that if you're not sure of what your system is yeah so it's a broad term
0: but it's so important and so vital well, i just think about you know one of the, th- the the time that you gain back and even if You know, so say, you know, you're working at your desk, either, you know, you're in your remote office or you're physically in a cubicle somewhere and your team's doing something and everybody on the team needs to access that thing. Well, what's your system for that? How does everybody, so Google Docs has been a solution, but then there's all kinds of other components to that. I think the the piece that you said that's so important is that you're not making the decision of what's the first step, what's the second step, what's the third step. Those are extra decision points that take more time. When you pre-make those decisions, it becomes seamless and emotionally it reduces stress and it reduces a lot of friction among people because people aren't getting frustrated with one another because it's clear, this is where I go for this and this is where I go for that. Yes, um, you- that's exactly it. Those predecisions are so, so, so important. Yeah, I mean, it keeps our emotions kind of like, oh, okay, I can now just deal with the things that are happening. Yes so when when you're setting up somebody's systems when you're like people come to you and they're like i'm a mess i don't know how to put things together because that would be how i come to things (laughs) um how do you help people start to wrap their minds because i think one of the scary things about building a system is i don't know where to start so how do you help people start in creating a system one
1: keep in mind that you're probably doing better than you think you are so that's one (laughs) two don't avoid it don't put it off this is probably the most important thing that you could do for your business and for its long-term success truly Mm. um and i i mean that with every fiber of my being and i believe that it's not the things that we tend to focus on are symptomatic like Oh, we're not getting enough clients or we're not getting enough something. It's like, so we focus on social media or we Mm -hmm. focus on, you know, like these, what I describe as symptomatic things, but actually what it comes down to is your system, right? Mm -hmm. Because you've really got to make those pre-decisions so that you set it up where your clients aren't emailing you all the time or you're, you know, you're. People aren't emailing you all the time going like, what's next? What do I do now? What are da, da. Like I'm expecting, you know, and so for as a small business owner, truly like one of the biggest things is we spend all this time and energy trying to make the sale. We do, we do everything we can to convince them that we are your person. And then as soon as they have made this huge decision from the consumer's perspective, right, they are like, okay, I am ready. Here is my left kidney. <laughs> <laughs> and typically this is where we fail because we're like cool see you in six months when your project actually starts but thanks for all thanks for your left kidney and (laughs) for them they're like emotionally invested now right so like usually an immediate response is what they're looking for but now your inbox is flooded Mm -hmm. what do i do now super ready just tell me what what, how do i get to you just what's next you know and you're just like was this a mistake did (laughs) i make a mistake here you know so things like that like Getting ahead of the question asking is going to be really helpful, but also um, a lot of us tend to quit before the miracle happens. Mm. And so not giving up. Um, On a practical level, I recommend to start on pen and paper. What sets you apart from others in your industry? Like think of your business that way. What sets you apart? What is the experience you wanna give your clients? Write it down. What's what? what's an ideal journey they should be on from beginning to end? So when, as soon as they reach out to you, what is the emotion you want them to feel? What's the instantaneous response and next action step you need them to take? Again, after they pay you, what happens there? And so just kind of like really mapping it out and, and not being vague, right? Because no one's seeing this except you and your team. Yeah. Don't be vague about it and don't shy away from it. Just saying like, oh, we're gonna send an email here. What kind of an email? What <laughs> like do you need the them to do? The <laughs> yes, oh, that's also true. <laughs> Why are we sending the email? emails? Why are you sending an email? You know, like and kind of
0: like mapping that out is going to be part of your system. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love the starting on pen and paper, and um, I'm going to kind of tie Ryan's comment about supporting and recognizing the gatekeepers, the admins who really do a lot of that functioning work, and bring that into the idea of corporate and you're working with a team, you're like, I get my assignments. Like my, you know, VP tells me as director where we're going. Well, but they don't, if they're a good leader, don't micromanage you in that. And so you get to decide, and I would suggest also pen to paper. What is the purpose of our team? What are we trying to accomplish? What are the tasks that we're responsible for? And who's responsible for what? And the same idea, when this happens, what, where are we going? And if that works, if you're on a cross-functional team as well, what do I want support from marketing? What kind of support do I want from traffic and project management or whatever research? You know, What do you want from that? And then you can go and ask, or you can set up a system. But before you do that pen to paper work that you're talking about, it's still too vague. It's all up in your head. And that's when I get stressed personally. I'm like, it's all up here and I don't know what to do. And it's just all of these pieces. But as soon as I start putting it on paper, it can it can be like, oh, okay. So now I can, because I'm a post-it note person, move the post-its around in the order that makes sense. And I know what I didn't know before and can figure out what I do know and where I need to ask for help.
1: Yes, exactly. and And in the topic of you know, protecting your admins. A lot of this, too, is clarity, is kindness. And having those pre-decisions made together as a team Admins are truly superheroes. Let me tell you, they are my admin
0: who is reviewing this right now. You are my superhero, Kate. They're
1: superheroes, (laughs) but also, like, a lot of times they're trying to protect the CEO and trying to protect the team lead. And so, sometimes if it needs to come down to it, you're going to get a couple of moments in there where they'll make it up, right? Just to like kind of answer and get it off the list and move this project along. But sometimes you're also going to feel like, as the leader, you're like, that's that's not it that's not and then and then i find that as a leader because i have my own team mm-hmm. i'm frustrated by their like self-sufficient you know like attitudes but also was like that's not how i want that to be responded to that's not how we, my clients should feel i hate the way you worded that and like now i'm annoyed at her like ability right that's not it at all we make these pre-decisions and and the more clear i can be as a leader mm-hmm. the more clear she is going to be about how to move the needle forward in a way that reflects my brand exactly. so that's also part of the pen and paper work too
0: i think that's really important to to note and um patrick lencioni is an organizational psychologist and One of his books called the advantage he talks about how you you're clarifying something like you have this goal at first there's four steps and then the other three steps are clarify reclarify and clarify some more essentially i'm paraphrasing Mm -hmm. but really that clarity piece because sometimes you think it's clear and your admin goes off or your team member goes off to do because they're all excited they've been given their marching orders and you gave them steps one two and eight <laughs> and not that because you're like, oh, I thought that was clear I thought I mm-hmm. gave that at the end and that clarity piece is so so important and one of my other favorite brene Brown phrases is painting done and that conversation once you you know what you want on pen and paper create last week I was talking about creating shared meaning with your team getting to painting done so both parties are understanding and then it's in a system where you're not making that decision again and i hate it when we make the decision like we already made this decision why are we talking about this again you know that type of work in your system is so powerful as a leader and then everybody is on your team they want to stay they want to stay on your team because they're like, I feel supported. I know what I'm expected to do. I see the connection between my work and the end goal. All of that is what the research shows that retains employees and keeps employee engagement and employee well-being really high. Right. Exactly.
1: Everything you just said. So <laughs> just gonna let your brilliance shine there. There's nothing I need to add here.
0: Well, I would love to hear as, um, as we're like almost time to wrap up because again, ah, I can't believe what time it is. What are some of the things, you know, once people start that pen to paper work, and they really, you know, they might be in a, um, a solopreneur where they get to make some decisions about the systems, but it's like, oh my gosh, which one should I use? And then they get paralyzed in that space or they're in the corporate space where it's like, I have to fit this system. So why do I even try? Why can't I just keep doing it? Like what would you say to those people who are struggling after that space? I can't make it what it was on my pen and paper.
1: I think it's important to know that there's no perfect system. So Mm. take the pressure off of yourself. And um, either if you're in a corporate or a small business owner, your system will change roughly every six months. So I think that's part of the pain point too, is you've just put in All of this effort and energy. (laughs) Um, But we want the system to change because you should be growing as a business. You should be, your team is forever going to look different. Um, You're launching new products, you come up with new ideas, and you want a system that's going to support the bigger, newer version of you, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, and so it shouldn't be a full like overhaul every time, but there's tweaks. It needs to be revisited just every six months or so of saying like, you know we probably shouldn't be sending this email or you know team member a probably doesn't need to be doing that task anymore because we got an upgrade Mm -hmm. and so as you upgrade you will find ways to also trim those minutes and seconds off your day um just to kind of help and so the painful work is in the beginning Mm -hmm. and the idea there is to not give up don't quit before the miracle happens but the the every six months or so, you just want to tweak it, make sure that the engine's still well oiled and double check all those things. It's like
0: a tune-up. It's like a tune-up. Yeah. I think that's so helpful because when you say, I mean, at first, when you're like every six months, I'm like, "Ah, I had that exact feeling of like, I just did all that work. But the idea of like checking on it and like just Mm -hmm. making sure it's still moving ahead forward, your team member may have changed your tasks for, you know, the goal of your team, a, a restructuring happens, things like that. The idea of revisiting and staying clear is super helpful. Like just to know that that's expected because I, I know I have run into resistance when i've worked with some some leaders that they're like but we just did this because emotionally that's what it feels like but to know like but this is the time to revisit your project may be um, an 18 month project like you know that's the timeline but it's a really good idea to just like okay let's just check are we still on the right path is the system working for us? Um, What has changed? in our Because even if you're working in an 18 month project, whatever you did on month one is not probably what's happening on month 15. And so that's a a really helpful just time marker, I think for us in in all kinds of ways. Uh, And then just to, there's no perfect system. There's no perfect system. (laughs) Don't wait for it. A lot of, I get a lot of people who are like,
1: I'm going to do it after I do X. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like, you're gonna be wait there you're always gonna find a reason to delay something as and i don't think it's boring but i know that it's been used as the b word i don't know boring, maybe kind of boring sometimes <laughs> <To most> gracious <laughs> but you know it is one of those really important things not to put off you know yeah. like because we kind of we tend to also it's an accountability piece for mm. yourself as well and so we tend to view it along the same emotional stand like points as like doing your taxes you know yeah. because there's accountability involved in it you're now seeing all the finances that you had to like you yeah. just willy nilly charged on your credit card the yeah. last couple of of like for the last 12 months and so A lot of that is this too, of just like confronting the reality of like what you think is actually happening versus what's really happening. Um, and that can be really, really hard. But again, like, please don't give up, please don't push it off because like the success of your team and your business is on the line. Um, and so don't put
0: it off. Don't don't put it off. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I didn't even think about the accountability piece of that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we get freaked out about sometimes is accountability, that emotional component. But every reader, every leadership study, the more and more I dig into helping leaders, accountable leaders are the ones who succeed. Right. And so that type of systems helping you keep accountable. I just think about. My assistant, Kate, and I have worked out a system for how my emails go out in my blog. And I'm so much freer now that I'm like ahead. I don't feel like I'm scrambling. And that was just a system. And Mm -hmm. it was super helpful to me and keeping those things together and helping me help the people that I'm trying to serve. And so I just take what you're saying It's like, yeah, that accountability piece is where we find so much success Um, and it helps us grow. Yeah. both monetarily but also just as a person and be more free mm-hmm. so oh i want to talk forever <laughs> um, <laughs> um tell the people where to find you how they can keep up with you what you have to offer them there's a little bit about diana here but tell us tell us where we can find you and keep up with you
1: oh you can find me on instagram it's the finer points on instagram you can also scan the qr i uh, it's here the qr code Whichever. Yep, <laughs> that one, scan that baby. Um, you can just reach out to me. I'll do my best to check LinkedIn. I'm so sorry, I'm not on that as often. Instagram is your best bet. Instagram's your best bet, um, but, <laughs> but I'm trying.
0: It's we okay. all have
1: flaws, we all have flaws. <laughs> there you
0: are. Awesome. And Diana is um, not going to say this, but I'm going to say this. There is a giant systems um, group called HoneyBook that she is an expert and pro at. She doesn't just do that, but they rely on her expertise a lot for the ability to create things that make it easier for small businesses. And she also is a whiz at helping people look at a project in in their calendar outside of that kind of system. Um, So please touch base with Diana because you've heard her wisdom just about the big picture, but man, when she gets into the details you're just amazed so please connect with diana here or either on linkedin thank you so much ryan and leslie and shelby for being here today if you're catching the replay please ask your questions we will come back and answer i will be here next week with i'm just confirming that i know what i'm talking about next week should be david paul and Yes, next week will be David Paul. So we will be here together. And until then, I hope that you really work at making your work whole, that you enjoy your people and you can flourish with what you're doing. So thanks, Diana, so much for being here. Thank you guys so, so much. Thank you. Bye Bye, everybody. So let me put my coach hat on for just a sec. Don't just leave this here. Take a moment. What did you learn? What's your next tiny action step? Share this episode with someone and tell them connect with us to keep this conversation going. As always, I'm Jen Whitmer. Thank you for listening to joyosity. I don't take for granted that your earbuds have a lot of information coming at you. Please take a moment to rate and subscribe. It really helps more people join us in creating positive culture with complex people. So work is a joy. People are whole and organizations flourish. Can't wait for you to join us next week.